Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Facts, Stats, and Smacks with Kevin and Avery. So how are you doing this week? Uh, doing pretty good. Um, you know, just grinding it out every day, but making sure I can catch the uh, highlights or, if not, uh, full things. Um, I was debating after having talked to James the other time. Yeah. I'm heading up to the track, but it's looking like it might be a little bit muddy, so I'm on the fence about <laughs> that one. Yeah, it could be muddy this weekend, but I think after the podcast last time, we James invited us out to go see some of the horses, talk to the riders, stuff like that, so I think it's a pretty cool opportunity if we ever get that chance. I know I didn't have the chance last Saturday, but hopefully someday coming up. I know you want to take your son out, so that'd be kind of cool. And it's pretty awesome how it is family-friendly as well, so... He was talking about, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember if it was in May with the mental health yeah. weekend. So I'm going to try to track down what that weekend was again and then probably head up then and okay, maybe double up. And if it's not when my son's with me, I'll take my son another time and he can kind of catch up. Okay, that'd be cool. I think it'd be so cool to see him behind the, what's going on behind the scenes. And if somebody like James was with you to show you, there was like even more finer details that he talked about, so. Well, especially how he put the horses as the athlete. Yeah. Just how much goes into the training and the dietary and everything else like that and how much they're treated better than the average human. Yeah. And I think that'd be cool to see as well. Like, And, you know, speaking of horses, there's a big horse race coming up this weekend. There is indeed. I, I When I think horse racing, I always think of the Kentucky Derby, I think, just because it's such a big name and it's the first step into the triple crown and i think it's just and maybe it's just me not knowing a whole lot about the sport i'm not going to say i'm an expert but i think it's just like the kickoff of horse racing season and yeah it's definitely it's definitely the big one and you know every sport or event has its own way of starting off or the halfway or ending it you know with Mm -hmm. as you said the triple crown to start the season off with or the daytona 500 or the super bowl which is at the end you know, everyone does it differently to try to fit in their fans. Yeah, yeah. We talked about, we touched on a last episode of uh, the prestige that goes along with it. You don't see many people there just in ripped up shorts and t-shirts. Just wait. <laughs> We're not there yet. We'll get there someday, but. <laughs> we'll, we'll, bring that, we'll bring that level down. But it's like everybody's dressed up and, you know. Uh, the girls with like the fascinators, like little hats, in case you didn't know what they were called. No, nope. <laughs> it's a hat to me. Little hat. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I just enjoy the whole, it seems like a whole production around it. And it looks pretty cool. And you had said too, that you'd been to a couple. So you've got that under your belt where for yeah. me, when I go, it's going to be brand new and kind of go off of what the standard is and yeah. then kind of just try to blend in. Yeah. I Like when I go to the Century Downs and I was watching it, I... One day it was just my wife and I, so she got dressed up, I got dressed up, I got a shirt, vest on, I think I had a tie on, just, or maybe a, no. Was it the Blue Jays pants? No, I wish I had the Blue Jays pants on. But yeah, just like, we treated it like an event, so it was kind of fun. And sometimes you see some people dressed up, like they treat it as an event too, and they go out and have some drinks, so it looks pretty fun. So speaking of Kentucky Derby, it is today so i i looked at some triple crown facts so there's been 13 triple crown winners since 1919 and the last one happened in 2018 with justify the first one happened with sir barton and i was looking up some stuff in between and you ever see the movie the secretariat i don't think i have it sounds familiar but i don't know if i actually checked that one off or not i don't know if i've seen it 
or not. Was that Topher Grace in it or something? You guess it's yeah, I, unless I look it up. Yeah, <laughs> but I th- I think you know it's a it's a movie about a horse. But so I looked up some Secretariat facts. He was. An American champion. He was a Triple Crown winner in 1973. He was known as Big Red, and I didn't know that. That was kind of cool. But he holds the uh, still since the since his 1970s. He's hold he's held the record for fastest time at all three races. That's impressive to be able to do that. Yeah. So, like since the 70s, and how good these horses are treated, and how well groomed they are to be in racing. Like you think that record would have fell by now, but must have been an awesome athlete. And yeah, he won the Belmont States by thirty one lengths, which is pretty big. That, that's quite the uh, gap. Yeah. So and then I was looking at other stuff. Like some people consider Secretariat the greatest horse of all time, but also some people consider Mano War one of the greatest horses of all time. Although Mano War didn't win the Triple Crown because there was his owner didn't believe in racing his horse at that time because I think it was too young. I forget the whole story. Man of War won 20 of 21 races it was in and won a purse of $249,000, equivalent Jeez. to almost, in today's money, that's $3.3 million. For so, what? Like a minute and a half of work? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah. What James was even saying before, you know, it, it's more than just the race. It's the training and it's the dietary and it's everything else like that. Yeah. So, And that's way back in the 1920s. So. Wow. Yeah, and he was, considered, he was unofficially the 1920 winner of the American Horse of the Year and was honored with Babe Ruth as Outstanding Athlete of the Year by New York Times. You know, we, you talked earlier about how these horses are athletes and they're treated like it and, you know, must be a big honor to be considered athlete of the year and especially with a big name like big ruth uh, babe ruth so oh definitely yeah yeah for the secretariat it's got a lot of big names but honestly i couldn't tell you who it was like are you trying to look at all those actors and see who played the horse (laughs) (laughs) or do you think there were two actors in a horse costume (laughs) well i mean for a two-hour movie there should be (laughs) yeah uh, maybe we should go back and watch that one before we talk about it (laughs) But yeah, I I didn't see it, but uh yeah, so this week there's 20 horses on in the big race. There's races all day, but I, you know, for the non-big sports fans like us, I uh, for me anyway, I'm not going to speak for you, I guess, but you know, everybody just waits for the big race. You know, seeing 20 horses on a racetrack is pretty amazing, like just they're moving so quickly and gracefully almost. We should I don't know, do some picks or something. Try try to figure it out. Yeah, I I, I like the idea of doing picks and um I, I I looked ahead and we talk about who has the coolest name and how I'd pick a winner from that. So if I was still picking that way, I'd probably pick like Happy Jack is a kind of fun name, but I'd probably go with Cyberknife. I'm I'm liking Cyberknife. Twenty to one odds. You know, probably not the best odds. He's a, he's far away from the cent, like the uh, the pole position. He's in the sixteenth position, so might be a long shot. But based on cool names, I'm going to give it to Cyberknife. But I also did a little bit of thinking about it as well, based on some recommendation by James and how to pick a real winner. Tis is a bomb is a nice name too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh... Charge it. B- is that based on just the names? Or? 100% based on the name. 
So again, 20 to one odds, but better p- pole position than Cyberknife. Like yep. he's on the eighth, eighth spot, I guess. And yeah, it's a good pick. Maybe I wish I could tell you because I didn't really look into much research on, on that one, but that would be me at the track though. Yeah. If I, if I looked at the names, as we were saying, you know, and there's so much help at the track for that. If I went off the names, I'd, I'd go charge it. Yeah, so I'm going uh, my my serious pick when I thought about it and taking some recommendations from James from last episode. I'm going with uh, Mo Donegal. He's on the pole position, but I'm not just picking him because he's on the pole position. He doesn't have the best odds. He's a ten to one, and there's some better odds than that. But he's won two big races so far this year, and his trainer is a two time winner of the Kentucky Derby. So I'm going based on some actual facts. And, okay, and so. That's why I'm picking him. Yeah, I, I haven't really had a chance. Like, just get, getting through the day today was enough as it was. <laughs> so being able to look into actually backgrounds and what their record is and what their history is, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to wait. I'm going to keep it with what it was. Yeah, but there's, like, some really good, uh, some leading fact. Yeah, there's some picks there, like, three to one with uh, Zandon. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> That's what I was looking at, or if you uh, looks like I'd go with Messier. Yeah, that's a good. Well, I guess Canadian hockey fans would probably go with Messier. Yep. Or maybe American ones too, because like New York, there's some. Yeah, eight to one odds for Messier. So epicenter is seven to two odds. So you know, I'm liking my pick. Like I'm, I'm liking Mo, and I'm liking Cyberknife. So well, uh, you know, just uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Charger and Messier. Oh, hey, yeah. <clears throat> Messier would probably be a good pick. Eight to one odds. In the sixth position, maybe that will give us some help around the turns. You're already a little bit closer. So, so uh, yeah, we'll see how that comes out today. And um, We say today because this is coming out on Saturday. But our next thing we'll probably be a little bit behind on. We're going to talk about some NHL playoffs here. So Yeah, watching the games going east and west right now, it's been entertaining to say the least. Yeah. To, I mean, a lot of hard physical games the other day there was the um pittsburgh uh, rangers game that went into triple overtime mm-hmm. questionable called back goal on that one some questionable questionable penalties being thrown out it's just not in hockey but i mean if i'm watching a football game a baseball game or a hockey game i don't want to see a headline involving the officials yeah yeah that's true and right now there's a lot of this official stuff yeah Saying, hey, look at me. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, and I think that goes for all sports fans. Nobody wants to see get see the ref get involved. And um, I think we've been seeing a lot of that in baseball. I'm going to veer off in Angel Hernandez, an umpire in the Major League Baseball. But you, you, I guess you just go look that up because he just seems like a wreck. That was <laughs> the one checking out the hand, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but he's uh, been involved with a couple things this year. Yeah, I don't know refs' names. I don't know umpires' names, and we shouldn't. You tell me. You know two refs in any major league sport. Yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. I, I was thinking McCreary for NHL. Oh, but he's he makes some good comments. He's yeah. out there. They they've had him mic'd up, and he's been making some decent comments. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the level you should know them on or hear their name of. Because of that, not because of a personal grudge or things yeah. like that. Professionalism. Yeah. If you were to pick on the West, what getting out of round one or even going all the way up to West facing East, which way are you going to go? 
I'm going to have to say Colorado from the West. Um, you know, they've been the best team in the regular season. And it's hard to uh, say they're not going to pull out, pull it out. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Born and raised there. <laughs> but yeah, like it'd be interesting to see. Maybe, maybe, and it could be an upset in round two if the Minnesota Wild get, if they beat the Blues. I have a thing for Marc Andre Fleury. I think he's a good goalie. Oh, definitely. He's uh, he's had a great career, a yeah. long career, and regardless where he's been, he's been on his game. Yeah, 100%. he's been a winner, and I don't know why he's been passed around so much, but I think he could pull an upset against Colorado. I really, I really think he could dig deep, but I don't know if they'd win the whole. I don't know if they'd win the Stanley Cup. Maybe they could. They are a decent team. A couple of years ago, they definitely looked like they were going to get there. Yeah. So I think that that's the only upset that I could, the only upset that I could see beating the Avalanche, maybe. And For me, you know, I'm just for the history of the battle. I'm really hoping to see Calgary and Edmonton. I, I would like to. I'd like to see that match up um, too. I think that'd be absolutely phenomenal just for Alberta hockey or hockey in general. I think that's been a feud for as long as I can remember. I think with the uh, the toughness of Calgary, I think they'd definitely push Edmonton. I think they'd make that rivalry, rivalry great again. I think it would be a great playoff match, not just for Alberta or not just for Canada hockey, but I think for hockey in general, I think it would be a great matchup to see in the second round. Oh, definitely, yeah. Just the great offense from Edmonton, the grittiness from Calgary. And Calgary has some great offensive players too. I can't take that away from and I, I just saw the other day that they had the parade route already planned in Calgary there. So after winning one game. <laughs> well, I mean, better chance than Toronto. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Do you want to see Toronto lose? Because you want to see Toronto lose. Nobody wants to see Toronto win. Or do you want to see the Lightning lose because they've already just won two cups in a row? And see, I, I've been thinking about that, actually. <laughs> if, if Toronto makes it out of the first round, Tampa makes it past the first round. If they get past Toronto, they have a really good chance of taking it for a third. Yeah. And last night, or I guess a couple of nights ago, when Toronto beat them, just trying to remember, I'm, I'm getting all the games mixed up. I think that's a two. That's, that's a tied series now. You know what I'd like to see though, and and as a pure fan, there's some careers coming to an end. I think we talked about Calgary and Edmonton. Be a great series. Yeah. I think Colorado versus Minnesota is going to be another great series. And this is all speculation. These teams have to win their first round. But I think Marc-Andre Fleury come to end of his career. It's winding down, let's face it. Yeah, he's, but he's got a couple of rings but already. Yeah, he, 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 I, that's why I say it could be a great upset. I think Pittsburgh beating the Rangers, that'd be great. But also, if we saw a conference final in the east of the Capitals Penguins. I think that would be great for hockey as well. You got Ovechkin versus Crosby. They've been rivals for years. They haven't really said bad things about each they other. They were the same draft year, weren't they? Or a year apart? Because I think they were a year apart, but they started the same year because of the lockouts. Right. But I think just having those two face off against each other, those two guys must be winding down their career as well. So 
I think just some, uh, I think those, that would be a great series for hockey in general, just to see those two play one last time. And I think they haven't like chirped each other, but I think there's that mutual respect on how good they both are towards each other. So I think that would be a great, great series to see as well. That that would be um I I didn't even think about that but it would uh I I'd be watching that conference final. Yeah, yeah. I I I think it would be like I said, it'd just be great. And maybe Toronto and and the Lightning can just go jump off a cliff or something. <laughs> well, I mean, ultimately if for that to work of oh, caps pens, it won't matter who makes it of the first round cuz then Caps will do cap things unless they choke. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I think as a a fan, I'd like to see possibly Pittsburgh versus Minnesota in the Cup final. I, I bet you that would be an interesting one. Marc Andre Fleury would just love to give it back to Pittsburgh. Definitely, hundred percent. Just to, to I, say, I think you'd you go. See, you'd see the ultimate focus of trying to get revenge where like Crosby and Malkin, they don't have that ill will towards Minnesota. I don't think maybe they do. Maybe, maybe they just hate Minnesota for being from Minnesota. I have no idea, but never been there personally. <laughs> I have, I was, it's a nice place. Um, Mall of America is just down the road from the, from the, where they play. It's a nice place as, as a hockey fan. I think that would be the best Stanley Cup final this year. I think, in all honesty, I really do believe the Avalanche are going to play Carolina. Well, that would be interesting. And and I know I'm just picking, like, two top seeds, but I think that would be, that's just the way it's going to go. That's that's me in my mind. Seeing Calgary go up against um, Colorado for the Western, the way Colorado handed Calgary their ass last time they met. Uh-huh. I think if Calgary could get past that, that would be a big shot, and they could possibly take it. Do you think the physical toll of a Calgary-Edmonton series would be too much to carry on into the next round for either of those teams? Oh, definitely. definitely. And I think they they might just be so beat up that playing a team like Colorado is just going to... Because that, that series would go seven in yeah. my head. That, and Colorado would just, I think, just roll over them for nothing. Yeah. And I don't think that's saying that I think Calgary and Edmonton are bad. I just think it's going to be quite a physical series. Yeah, but for who who wins it between Colorado and um, I don't know, it's a toss up. I I'll probably just go Colorado. No, you know what? I'm wishy washy. Ask me again next week. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm going to go Carolina. I think they're going to get the cup. So, what what are your thoughts? I've been just rambling here, so and going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've I think this has been one of Calgary's best season and. Stats wise, it has been their best season with 200 point uh, players, 340 goal scorers, and mm-hmm. that hasn't been done for 20 years. I think it's been. I was very surprised that Iginla wasn't on that 100 points because I, I was too. I, I I thought he had been, but but he was so consistent like throughout the years with goal scoring and stuff. Like yeah. he was a, not taking anything away from Iginla. Just I, I was like I said, I was just surprised. Oh, exactly. And like looking at that, when they were posting that up, I was caught off guard. But definitely, as I said, I want to see Calgary, Edmonton round two. Mm -hmm. Colorado shouldn't, in theory, have any problems with Nashville. Their number one goalie is kind of beat up and out 
four to six weeks. Yeah, what I heard was yeah, a high yeah. ankle strain. The minis, Minnesota and St. Louis series hasn't really caught my attention yet, so no preference on that one. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis is, is a good team, and they won it a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and you just said with Minnesota, they've got a multiple-time champ uh, goalie. So that other half could go any direction. Yeah, yeah. And on the East, if Boston and Toronto could kindly eliminate themselves after that, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, Bo- like, it's Boston style. They've got good talent, but they've got Marshawn. But he plays his game and he plays it well. He does. Oh, he's the guy you don't want to play against. Yeah. But he's the guy you'd love to have on oh, your yeah. team. Yeah. And he gets into the heads. He's yep. just like uh, Tuchuk with the Flames. Yep. He's in, in your head. He's You're constantly thinking about him. They both do stupid crap. My favorite instigator of all time is Claude Lemieux. Just Oh, hands down. Yeah. Just great. I loved him. Especially playoff time. Just great. I, I used to just love watching him. P- Pittsburgh, New York. I'd have to take Pittsburgh. And I don't know. Florida has never looked this good. Like they mm. are a hot, hot team this year. Yep. So in the East, it's always a crapshoot. So I wouldn't have a single guess. I'd almost say maybe a Florida, Carolina, Florida, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You're just throwing all the teams out there. <laughs> Someone's going to win it. <laughs> I swear to God, one of these eight teams on the East side, they're going to get to the East final. But I, it's, I don't really follow the East. You know, I, I try to keep yeah. up on it, yeah. but. Yeah, it'll be an interesting playoffs. I think every year any playoffs are interesting. So the uh, it's it's probably out of all the sports in respect to each of them, whether it's the football or the basketball or the mm-hmm. baseball or the hockey. I think physically demanding. I'd have to say hockey's probably the top yeah, most yeah. demanding. Most you go for that six six or eight weeks of just go go go. Yep. If you win it, if you sweep a team, you sweep a team. You get some rest. But if you're running every series seven games, yeah, it's not it's not a lot of breathing room. No, no, you know football's grueling too, but I think in a different way. Yeah, it's interesting, and I know I've had conversations with other people. What sport do you think could adapt to another sport the easiest? And I think any sport or any athlete, you take the best athlete from any other league and put them in hockey, they're not going to do well. Because it's such a unique skill. You know, yeah, we go outside and shoot hoops. And I'm I'm willing to bet all hockey players have done that in the past. Or they go kick a soccer ball yeah. or throw a football with buddies. But putting on a pair of skates, yeah, it's a different skill set. Constantly being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Um, you've got the boards in football. If you're going to get hit, you're not going to land against anything. Mm-hmm. Unless it's the camera crew or the bench. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that'd be the toughest yeah, one to adapt to definitely. Yeah. So yeah, though I guess I have playoff predictions. Kevin is very vague. <laughs> Just say you want Calgary to win. You know, if I if I was to go across <laughs> the street and throw some money down on a futures, I put it on Calgary. I'm not sure what the odds are, but the way they've had their season, I, I'd be comfortable going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it it it's a comfortable pick. If they can make it out of the first round. Yep. Oh, I've been bugging my brother and my cousin. They're both Toronto fans. And I said, I, I said to them, you know what? My 16-year-old son has never seen Toronto make it past the first round. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. No, it's been like, 
2004 since they were out of the first round. So wow, <laughs> don't laugh. It hasn't been much better for Calgary. So no, but it's still Toronto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So you know, maybe we'll have more definite uh, playoff pitchers next next episode. But good news on our episodes. We're finally on Spotify and TuneIn Radio and Amazon Music or almost anywhere except for iTunes. <laughs> We're working on that one. Yeah, uh, but hopefully by the end of the week we'll be on iTunes. But thanks to everybody that has listened and hopefully new listeners now that we're on different areas and our Podbean webpage is up and running and good to go. So find us at um, sfsfpodcast.podbean.com or sfss podcast at gmail.com if you want to be on or if you want to talk sports with us you know we're willing to talk to anybody about any sports so and and we got our twitter at, yeah. at sfss podcast throw us a message there whichever suggestions yeah yeah we're always looking for ideas so and if we made a mistake let us know too because we're not perfect and i probably make mistakes when i talk all the time so and um in a couple weeks um i've got a little surprise uh, something we were reminiscing about a couple of weeks ago uh, after we recorded. We got uh, someone going to come on and talk about some roller derby. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That so, should be cool. That should, that should be pretty good. Hopefully some equestrian coming up too. We're working on a little bit of equestrian and um, hopefully a couple months, possibly head out to Canmore and uh, talk some Highland Games. That'd be kind of cool. Highland Games are awesome, so yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we can get up to Edmonton and watch some racing. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think if we can get down to that race up there, yeah, that, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Cool. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and tune in next time as well. Thanks for joining us, guys.